from Local 12 Sports. It's the Skinny Podcast. Now, here's Richard Skinner. Welcome into the Skinny Podcast. It's the Bengals Training Camp Edition. I'm Richard Skinner, Local12.com, digital sports columnist and editor, along with Gary Miller. It's presented by Blake, the attorney, Maislin. All right, Skinny, uh, training camp is a lot about developing timing. This team had a good timing today. They did their walkthrough in the morning inside the indoor practice facility and beat the rain. They were planning on a short practice anyway, and then things started to pour down. But what do you think they accomplished today leading up to that Packers yeah, practice? They, yeah, this was always going to be a light practice. They had a really heavy one yesterday. They got that practice with the Packers. It's going to be physical on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. This was a really heavy special teams practice today. It was by design. It was by script. It was fortunate that it came on a day where it probably needed to be shorter because of the rain. Only one team period and, and you know special teams is a big part of this and you know you really don't get a ton of periods in camp to do it so today was an extended period to do that of both coverage and letting Brad Robbins get some punts in as well and he punted the ball very very well we've got our first look at the uh, depth chart and how do you think that's going to play out do you think that means for sure that Trevor Simeon starts against the Packers Friday or would it, what's this week going to lay out no like? I think that depth chart is really mostly about experience about injuries, because Joe Burrow's at the back end of the quarterback depth chart at the moment. Lyle Collins is at the back end of the tackle depth chart. It, it, you know, we all looked at it with, with kind of uh, glee a little bit, because it is kind of funny to look at and go, okay, that guy's really there. Uh, I don't think Kwame Lasseter is technically a number two wide receiver where he's at, but he's there as a number two wide receiver. No offense to him. So I, I think I take that first depth chart with a grain of salt. But it is interesting. We'll have to ask Zach on Wednesday what his plan is for those quarterbacks, because I think it is going to be interesting to see does a guy get a full half and maybe get a chance to start the second half with those adjustments does the other guy then get that same opportunity the following week? Because Burrow's certainly going to miss at least the first two preseason games and likely all three. So it'll be interesting to hear what that plan is when we talk to Zach on Wednesday. In your analysis from watching practice, does it seem like that at least is somewhat of a uh, verification that Simeon has looked a little better? I, I will give him this. When he's played with the ones, I think he's looked like a backup quarterback. He really struggled with the twos. But at the same time, Jake Browning, when he had his opportunity with the ones, I thought really really did a nice job. Um, I, it'll be great to see when we play games what that looks like. be interesting to see who trots out there on Wednesday with the ones when they go ones versus ones against the Packers. Does that mean that guy starts Friday or is that a guy who's getting his opportunity here? The other guy gets the opportunity on Friday. So I think there's still a lot of toss-up in the air with both those guys. You mentioned that the depth chart uh, did kind of play to injuries, but we did see Drew Chrisman, and I know you talked to him in the locker room. He is right now listed as the number one punter. Yeah, he's the incumbent, so I think some of that is the incumbent gets it. You saw a lot of the rookies were pushed to the back end. Miles Murphy's listed as the third team defensive end, for goodness sakes. That's not going to be the case when the season <laughs> starts. But I did talk to Drew. He said he's feeling better. He got a chance to punt on the rehab field before practice today. Um, he's hoping to get out there. Probably won't be Wednesday, so I'm going to guess with the game Friday. We'll see him maybe Sunday or Monday when they return to practice next week a chance to get back into the competition with Brad Robbins. But the way Robbins punted today, whew, that's a, that's a, it's going to be a tough one to call in for, for Drew at this stage of the game. But, listen, he's done it before. One more play off the depth chart because we saw Jonah Williams, as expected, ahead of Jackson Carmen. But that, again, is maybe some verification that, Jonah, you've had a good camp. It looks like you're going to be a right tackle. Yeah, you weren't here yesterday, but we got a chance to talk to, to Frank Pollock yesterday, and, and Frank was really glowing in his praise of Jonah. He said it's been a seamless transition for him to right tackle. Done pretty well. He also had some praise for Jackson Carmen. Did say he'd like to see him be a little more consistent, so I think if push comes to shove, it will be. I think it's been Jonah's job all along to win or lose, primarily, I guess, lose. I don't think he's done anything to do that at this point, and I, I think, you know, unless Jackson is just stellar in the, in the preseason, season games, Jonah's going to be the right tackle. He's just got too much experience, too many skins on the wall. 
get an off day tomorrow and then the Packers come in. What do you what should we look for in that first time against another team? You're not just going against yourself. Yeah, I think that's the big part is, you know, you kind of don't know what they're doing. The Bengals had an unscripted portion of practice themselves a few days ago where they don't know either side what they're going to do. And so you kind of get a chance to gauge. This is a chance to go against some other people, to see some different pass rushers. You, you don't know their moves for these tackles, to see some blitz pickups in real live speed and to see how physical it gets. You know, two days last year was one day too many because of the fights. Nick Scott actually talked about that. He was a member of the Rams last year, part of the other team, you know, fighting against the Bengals. I don't think we'll see that, but it will get chippy just because it's going to be hot in all likelihood. It is a different team you're going up against. It is different players you're going up against. So you'll probably have a chippier moment or two, but I think with just the one day, and I'm going to guess both teams have been warned, be on your best behavior to some <laughs> degree, um, you probably won't see what we saw last year. Last year was insane. Well, those coaches are good friends, and so are these coaches. Yeah, that's a good point. Didn't seem to didn't matter. Seem to matter. still took after right. each other. One more thing that, you know, we have between 10 and 13 segments here. They always tell us which ones we can't. There was only one we couldn't shoot today, and it was like the flea flicker. And right. it, they didn't seem to be taking it that seriously. Though. Yeah, no, and I think it's just one of those ones where you just don't want to give any anything away of what you're trying to do in some of those periods, especially if it's a they, – they had one of those at the end of practice last week where they were doing some fake punt plays. You just don't want to have any of that go out there just in case there's somebody – manages to see it on Twitter or see it in a video file. I, I get it. And they only, you're right, they only had the one period today, and it's usually three or four periods. Well, that's what we can look forward to Wednesday. We are going to see how they do against the Packers. We'll be back for that. They are off on Tuesday. For Gary Miller, I'm Richard Skinner. It's been the Skinny Podcast, the Bengals Training Camp Edition, presented by Blake, the attorney, Maislin.